Welcome to the Podcock Peacast. I'm your host, the only Tyler Peacock. Got a full boat yet again, uh, fresh off Kansas City, Missouri, work-related business. Uh, let's welcome back Bryce Baumgartner. What's up, dude? Hey, it's good to be back. Yeah, certainly not a pleasure this time. I No football. In fact, uh, I was down there during uh, the Monday night game when the Chiefs were playing the Giants, and my buddy who has season tickets is like, hey, if you can get out of dinner, maybe skip it. I got you a ticket. And I was like, no, nah, that would be a bad impression if I'm, like, skipping out on, like, a, a work a work welcome dinner and uh, not, not attending. So, uh, no, good to be back, ready to talk some football. Big week here. And uh, Bobby Russell is also here. What's up, dude? Um, not much. Just like Bryce said, this is a great weekend of football after kind of a lackluster one last weekend, and uh, just tried to insert uh, witty time change joke here. It's yeah. it's awful. It is. I've Abolish. heard farmers. I've heard farmers even say it's bullshit, and that's kind of what I always thought the reasoning was was for the farmers back in the day. So yeah, could, I don't. Do it, I don't do know. a half an hour. You know, like just a half an hour, maybe or like twenty minutes. Like we'll go back a little bit, but not not that far back. Yeah, I, I don't know how you guys are. Both of them just screw me up for a week. Like losing the hour, and when we spring ahead, you'd think gaining an hour, like oh, get an extra hour of sleep. No, just just gonna be screwed up body clockwise for about a week. So yeah, and you know, you're, if you have a dog, your dog's one to eat earlier in the day. Uh, mm-hmm. If you got a kid, he's like, you know, why aren't we going outside? <laughs> it's dark out. Like, doesn't make any sense. It's just a, it's 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 awful. It's stupid. Pick it and let's just roll with it. They need to change this, and I think they'll change it in our lifetime. That's the beautiful thing. That's going to be done. I, I, I mean, this is a rabbit hole. I feel like we're going down. I feel like we could only, we can get away with doing like two time zones in the continental United States. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Mountain, I think Mountain could just go to, what, Central or Pacific and join that. Right. You know, split maybe wide, <laughs> widen your your Central a little bit. I don't know. Take some from here, snip here, snip there, and put it here. I don't know. I, I just feel like it should be East Coast, West Coast, and, like, you just draw a line. I don't know. Whatever we whatever we can get to do to get Monday night football to start at seven or seven thirty, do that. That's what that's what I'm trying to get is it's is it's or the, the best thing. Or the uh national championship basketball game at nine eighteen on a Monday night. Let's let's get that to eight eighteen or seven eighteen. Yeah, exactly. Living in Texas, it was great. Wake up, you got college football on at eleven. So like by the time you like, you know, roll out of bed if you're hungover, it's it's boom, it's on. NFL on it's nice yeah it's 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 just ideal for everything hmm week in the dream I guess yeah um all right how about winners and losers of the week um I could start if Bryce wants to start Bobby wants to start um I don't know but uh I got I got a winner and a loser of the week so yeah go ahead lead us off well I guess the obvious one uh Kyle Larson your 2021 cut champion. He's the winner <laughs> That's of the week. The obvious one. Like, um, <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. he won the championship, won the uh, championship race at Phoenix. Shout out to the, the pit crew for getting him out on that money stop. Uh, about 24, 25 laps to go. The final caution uh, came out and got him out and got him the lead. And he was able to hold him off. Just, I mean, if you look, 
10, 10 regular season wins and, and a cup champion. That list is uh, very slim, I guess you could say. Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, uh, Richard Petty, Darrell Waltrip, Kelly Yarborough, I think are the, the other five names. Maybe missing one other name, but, uh, you know, that's that's a pretty elite a list. I mean, it's I guess that, that that's going back to the modern era, which is – uh, the early seventies for NASCAR, but yeah, I mean, um, all of it. Um, of course he did have that fuck up. That's on him last year when he dropped the racial slur, but I guess goes to show you second chances and, and all that good stuff. It was, uh, kind of a redemption story, self-inflicted, but, uh, he's the winner of the week and I'll jump right into my loser, Dan Mullen. I mean, I don't know if you guys have been following this, but they, they got beat by 23, uh, last week in South Carolina. Um, that's, that's awful. Yeah. And it, it's, it's going back to the George game. He said, you know, I'll recruit when it's recruiting season, basically. I mean, I get it. That could be like tongue in cheek, like stay out of my business or whatever. But, um, Florida did lose a ton off their team last year, but I think a lot of us, especially early in the year, they could have beat Bama uh, early in the season. And I think a lot of us thought, like, oh, that's that's a team that will be in the playoff rankings and, and challenge Georgia for the East. And, um, oh, it's bad. It's bad down there. And uh, they're fighting for bowl eligibility. Uh, you know, they're sitting on four wins, I, four and five, I believe. So uh, what's happened to Florida football? Like in general, like the big three. Yeah, the whole. Do you ever state. think this would be like this? No, not me. <sighs> no, not really. Not with the just the the back. Go outside your back door, and you could pluck a four or five star. It seems like in that state, anywhere you go. So yeah, um, it's crazy. But specifically, Dan Mullen just kind of tone deaf, and um, they made staff changes already, so they'll probably keep him around for another year. But. Uh, if you're a Gator, I don't know really what you got to look forward to. Um, all right, who wants to go next? I'll go Bobby. ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Bobby. Yeah, uh, my winner, uh, I got Michigan Wolverines football. Uh, the ultimate do-nothing and benefit scheme going for them. Yes. Um, I, just not, not really sure how that works. Um, college football playoff really put the foot in their mouth uh, last night trying to explain that, that Michigan has the overall – better body of work right now Gary Barta for you and uh, yeah it's unfathomable Um, so that's you know they're in a position now where all they gotta do is just win out out (laughs) when they're in Um, it's a lot easier said than done with the rest of their schedule that was a big laugh you Tyler (laughs) that was a sarcastic laugh anyway go on but but yeah um, I just the college football playoff, it's, it's got to expand if that's how things are going to be done. I mean, eight teams, 12 teams, it's, it's really a slap in the face to college football fans, um, especially of Cincinnati, Michigan State, um, and even Oklahoma at that. You know, they're undefeated, albeit against a lesser schedule, but they got some tough games coming up. But still, they have the recent bias. I mean, they've been in the playoff how many years? So Michigan football is just kind of – snaking it till they make it so applaud applaud them um my loser oh, yeah my loser is jordan loves uh girlfriend and mom uh first <laughs> first <laughs> nfl start and they are put in the last row and not not exaggerating the uh, 
That was an all-time Twitter moment. Just people... Uh, Nosebleeds. Oh, my God. I mean, I've bought better tickets to worse games than Chiefs-Packers, and that's that's a bad look for the Chiefs there. But, I mean, what what are they going to say? Like, it's my son's first game starting. Can we get a better seat in an away stadium? I I just don't see it happening. That's just... I feel so bad for him, man. Like, God, that's... Your son makes it to the ultimate pinnacle of football, and that's what you get to see his first game as a starter. Um, and then he played like dog shit on top of it too. So um, yep. even worse. So loser, the love family. Yeah, and that stadium is wide. So like wherever they were, they were probably like actually really far away. I just don't get it. like spend the money. You you got you got money, <laughs> right? Like don't you? Like even if you're broke, like find the, somebody to give you 500 bucks a piece and sit down the lower bowl. I mean, like you could get your, like you're telling me you could get in, like you couldn't find a better seat. I, maybe they wanted to stay low key just to be like, let's just sit in the back, back row. And I'm pretty sure like players get family tickets. So of course, I'm sure they had to have better tickets. Yeah. That's, that was a, that was a great moment. So, uh, okay, I'll take over. I'm going to kind of stick with a little bit of a Michigan Michigan team here. I'm, my winner for the week is Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, just the fact that uh, bye-bye, OBJ. Uh, hello, DPJ. Um, and we saw on Sunday that the kids got talent. You know, Baker spreads the ball real nicely. Eight receivers caught the ball. I guess, you know, eight players, eight different players caught the ball on, on Sunday. But uh, two two big moments for uh, uh, for Peoples Jones with that uh, that big play, but for Baker in the in the first first half, and then and then he found him across the sidelines, and 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 DPJ stu- uh, you know stood in there, took the hit, knew he was going to get cracked, but you know kept his feet in bounds, and all I could think about was there's no way Odell would have done that. He would have tried to catch it with an arm and you know, missed and whiffed. But uh, so I think he's a big winner uh, last week just with what happened. And him and Baker have some chemistry that, that come back from last year. Um, uh, my my loser is also a, a powerhouse. Uh, that would be your Texas Longhorn football team. Um, e. You know, four straight – what's that, four straight losses? That was, you know, I, I wasn't on the show last week, but I'm I'm assuming that everybody was probably leaning Iowa State. Maybe I'm wrong, but I would have been leaning a little Iowa State there. And um, not to mention, and, and I don't know if you can add sound to this, but if you can put in the Bo Davis rant uh, right here. Uh, Tell me you motherfucker need to get in the transfer book. You want to go? Get in the motherfucker. This shit ain't a game to me. If you think it's a game, get the fuck off of this bus. I got my ass kicked. And you motherfuckers want to laugh? That's fucking real. You think it's a goddamn joke? And some of you motherfuckers do transfer out of this motherfucker. Because I'm tired of this shit. This shit's goddamn real. And we want to laugh and joke. Fuck that. Uh, did you guys hear that by chance? I did. Yeah. Yeah, that was an all-timer. Like, that is an ass-chewing. That's a that's up there with a Dale Amix, uh, you Ooh. know. Like, and I'm not kidding. Like when, when Dale like lets loose, like fucking the most intimidating human I've probably ever been around. Like I've seen him take a chair and like throw it up against the wall and the chair, like disintegrated. I'm not kidding. Like, this is not a made up story, like punching holes in walls and stuff. Like it is Dale going off is, is some serious stuff, but uh, Bo Davis let the, uh, 
let the whatever the bus bus have it when he got back. So yeah, UT um, started out hot and then kind of just um, OU. That's what happens when you lose to OU. So they're my loser. All right, let's go to college football week eleven. Uh, Bobby already brought it up, but I was just gonna get Bryce and Bobby and uh, have myself circle back around. Just the reactions to the rankings. I don't. I mean, I don't know where your guys' uh, take is, uh, Bobby. Since you brought it up, kind of already talked about. Yeah, it's 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 always it's 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 good talking points early the first two weeks. There's still so much football left. So many teams that still have to play each other. Um, still so much that can happen. But the way that they set it up, more and more, it, it becomes. They're trying to get – obviously, they're saying they're trying to get the four best teams, but they're also trying to get the most eyes on TV that day, the most butts and seats in the stadium. Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, they're all going to go to the game. They're going to bring a lot of money. They're going to watch a lot on TV. And then that fourth one, it's always kind of, you know, someone else, Washington, Michigan State, Notre Dame. There's always just three big blue bloods, and then, you know, someone else got lucky. So I think that's kind of what's setting up again here. Um, you know, we've already seen one year with two SEC teams when this was designed to not have that. Bobby, so, would that have been Notre Dame last year, the one team that got lucky? Exactly. Yes. I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say, I mean, they look like, I mean, go undefeated in the ACC, only team ever to do it. Um, and then you go to the ACC championship game and, you know, get your doors blown off. And then you go into the playoff game and play like shit for three quarters. You're the the team that got the invitation, like the last one sent out. So no, I, I will say they played Bama tougher than what I. I mean, they covered tougher yeah. than Ohio State. Yeah, hey, yeah. no one's psychic away from a seven point game in the fourth. Um, but it, it it's really unfair with how their explanations have been recently, and I just you know we're going to see Georgia there for sure. And probably going to see any combination of Oklahoma, Ohio State, Alabama, or Cincinnati if they get that lucky last spot. So until they expand it, it's really going to be the same thing every year. It's like the SEC and the BCS era. Um, yeah, I'm not going to get like whole, really caught up into the whole like should Michigan State be above Michigan? Like me personally, I think they should, um, con- considering. You know, the, the loss against Purdue is now Purdue's, you know, they've shown themselves they're a top 20 team now. Um, and then you've got the head-to-head with Ohio State and Oregon, with Oregon, you know, at three and Ohio State at four, where, you know, the loss, you know, Stanford is is hot hot garbage right now. So mm-hmm. it doesn't really it doesn't really add up. So, yeah, kind of like Bobby mentioned, there's almost like an ulterior motive. Obviously, it's it's the the, the mighty dollar. Um, I guess the biggest thing that stood out for me was like, did they forget about Penn State? I mean, well, I like, I don't get it. I mean, I don't think Penn State's like amazing, but they beat Wisconsin on the road. They beat Auburn what seven or eight points. Um, looked like the best team all night, really. And you know, I get it. You lost to Illinois, but there there should be the human judgment of like, you know, Clifford was out. They had the lead in Iowa. Should have beat Iowa. Clifford got hurt and then played Ohio State really, really tough. So I'm thinking, like, you're telling me they should I'm not saying they should be 17 or 18, but like, you know, they're they're 23 in both the AP and coaches, which obviously kind of gets uh, left in the dark. 
uh, when the playoff yeah. rankings come out. Just yeah, for a just, reference. Right. I just I just felt like they should have been I don't know. They've got two pretty quality wins, um, and their losses are somewhat justified, I guess. So I just thought they would be hanging around a little bit. Um you know, so that one's the biggest thing. But uh, also, you know, you know, right. The Big Ten, Big Ten East, uh went went out and you're you got yourself a spot there. So it's all gonna work itself out, I think. But and also, I always wanted a playoff, but I never mentioned anything about, like, a fucking committee like this stuff. Like, I, you know, the computer system might work if you just have 12 teams in or 16 teams. Like, I think the computer would be would be just fine. Um, then we'll bitch about the 17th team, I guess. But uh, either way, I just I, I feel like each year you get a little bit different something-something, and their explanations are, are lackluster and – you know, pick four best teams in the NFL. All right, now they have a playoff. It's 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 so tough to do. Expand it and uh, use maybe some other. You know, your conference champion. I think we've talked about it, but you know, conference champion should get something, and then and then go from there. So yeah, that's it. But you got to talk about something, right? Yeah, that, I, this is that's all it is to me. Like it's it's a TV show now, and that's fine. <laughs> of course, they did it in, in the middle of two giant. <laughs> Bad preseason basketball games <laughs> in Madison Square Garden. No, like, of course, it is a huge production. But, like, guess what? At 9 o'clock on Tuesday, my fucking ass was sitting in front of the TV watching ESPN. Yeah, and I caught and we'll, a little bit of the end of the game. I caught the Mike Krzyzewski, like, tribute at halftime. I caught all that shit. So, like, they got me. Yeah, we'll be no, there next for, week, too. Right. Like, yeah. It, I mean, it, they're vague on purpose, too. And I, I know that kind of that kind of drives people bananas and stuff like that. Like, if you're going to – and obviously, anybody who knows me, I'm a Michigan fan. If you're going to rate Michigan over Michigan State, you have to rate Ohio State over Oregon if you think that – if you're just going off, you know, eyeball tests or feel instead of results on the field because you got two head, head-to-head matchups between those two schools and Ohio State and Oregon on the on the other side. I guess where it doesn't matter with Ohio State and Oregon is – Currently, if the season were done, they're in they're in the playoffs, and I guess Michigan would, would technically get first crack at an Alliance Bowl. You know, it's all going to play itself out. You guys said it. I just don't like the inconsistency. You either do it one way, or you do it the other. And I don't and I don't know what's right either, though. Like, should you do it off resume? I feel like, yeah, but like. I, I think head to head should be the trump card. I'm sorry, but like if my team beats your team on the field, like not a, a week ago, you know, the Purdue game that shit, you know, people need to understand like that Purdue's a solid team. They've got, you know, we'll talk about it, but like they've got NFL yeah. talent on both sides of the ball. Like they're not a bad bad team. Um so I don't I don't know. Like I thought the human element was supposed to be like no 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 no, like, you know, head to head sure. Yes, that makes sense. So, I I don't know. Yeah, I I mean I get it, but where it's like maybe their edge is like Michigan, how they controlled the game, and you know Michigan State came back. That could be something they're talking about in the group. But still, well, like that. there's there's some conspiracy theories. You know how the internet works, where the Big Ten did come out and say, "Hey, we fucked up some calls." Um, I mean, they should probably do that for every goddamn yeah. game, no matter who the teams are playing, because yeah, it's a pandemic, really. Not to make a light situation with sports and use that powerful word. But I mean, it, it is bad, but I, I do think that gets in like some of these committee people's ears and they'll never admit it, but you no. know, 
for the for the Big Ten to come out and say like, yeah, hand up. I mean, we can't do anything about it now, but you know that crew fucked you guys. Um, sorry. Like, uh, yeah. You know, I, I I think that has a little bit to play or to do with it. That factors into into the rankings. Um, I'm not saying that was like the tiebreaker, but they said there was a lot of discussion. Who fucking knows? It'll like you said, Bryce, Bobby, you said the same thing. It'll fucking play itself out. Like, Michigan's probably going to lose this week at Penn State. They'll lose to Ohio State. Michigan State, they still got to play Penn State and Ohio State. But both teams will probably be 9-3 and three and, like, 9-10 and 10 in the country. Like, big deal. Like, uh, you know what I mean? So, that that's just kind of where I'm at. It's, a, it's all for entertainment. Really, the last one's the only one that matters. Why don't they take it up a notch and, like, actually film, like, the the whole process? Like, like a – Hard knocks, but of that, that of the that, committee, would that'd that be not, awesome? Would that not sell? Mm-hmm. Like you tell me, you put that on whatever platform, and they're gonna, you're gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna watch this. You know, I'm gonna see how they how they talk about it. Like, well, why there, not? there's a lot of people that think there's a an ESPN alliance bias since they have. There's no doubt. Games. There's no doubt. Right. That's what I don't. I don't. I don't get. Well, uh, I, right. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You guys got anything to add or we'll move on to the preview. We could probably talk another yeah. half hour on this if we wanted to. <laughs> uh, on, on to like actual. Th- know, hey, they just won. They got what they wanted because, you know, we're obviously not the only podcast we should be, but. Every um, single football podcast is talking about this. Like there's just. This, right. It. They're, they're hyping it up. Good for them. Right. Yeah. They know right. what the fuck they're doing. It's All right. It is Disney, that evil little mouse. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we'll move to our team's preview here, week 11, college football. Uh, the number six Michigan Wolverines, that's my team. Uh, they go into Happy Valley, noon Eastern time, ABC, uh, to take on the six and three Penn State Nittany Lions. Uh, the total is 48 and a half. This line has been so wonky. Um, it opened up at, at seven. Penn State was a seven-point favorite. And then before you could even open up a betting app or a website to bet it, it was down to, like, Penn State minus one. So it got hammered repeatedly early. Now it's floating around Michigan minus one and a half to a pick em. So it's all over the place. Um, guys, I, I don't know what you guys think about this one. I don't know what to make of it. Michigan did sustain – uh, a lot of injuries last week in an in a Indiana game, which they won, but Blake Corum, Jermon Green, our, our top corner, A.J. Henning, um, Andrew Anthony, the, the freshman receiver that's starting to come along. Um, all four of those guys exited the game. J.J. McCarthy had to finish and play pretty much the entire fourth quarter because McNamara went to the tent for something. We're banged up. Jim Harbaugh, he's allergic to winning big games. And I would classify this as a big game. We're, we're, we're fighting for our lives. Um, so, yeah, I, I think you had to take Penn State here at home. Um, good defense. They can't run the ball worth the shit, but John Dotson's awesome. Um, I guess this is just me kind of being sick of sick of how things go usually in this game not looking forward to it but i'll, I'll throw it to you guys bryce bobby your your thoughts and opinions on this one i, I just want to say like what was it like watching that entire game uh last week 
I didn't watch it. I, I went to Nelsonville's playoff game. Jesus, it was. I mean, thank God for the what LSU uh, Bama well, I, game. I, was... I I went back and watched like the YouTube like twenty minute cut up, and even that was boring. Oh my god! And that's god. like the best place of the game. So. I mean, like every time I like was on it, I'm just like, okay, Mission's got a lead, and like they scored. I was like, if they scored 14 points, like, they're, you know, Indiana's offense is so fucking bad. It was like, yeah. punt, 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 touchdown, punt, 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 turnover on downs. That was it. It was awful. Like, they had no identity. It was just, it was, it was garbage. Um, it was kind of the game where I, th- I thought Michigan was going, like, all right, here's your, here's your chance to, you know, put up 50. And it's just, they kind of stalled a little bit. And, um, dude, our red zone offense has been awful all year. Yeah. That, I, I mean, that's, I, that's just kind of where we're at. Jake Moody, we're like the Jake Moody all-stars. I mean, he's yep. a hell of a kicker, but. Mm-hmm. And, and it comes back to like what I said earlier with, with Penn state and like when, when Clifford's in there and they're, and they're slinging the ball, like they're, they're a pretty good team. Like they had Ohio state. I don't say they had Ohio state beat, but Ohio state had to kick a field goal to like go up comfortably and late in the fourth. So, I mean, they had them on the ropes coming back home. Um, you know, they're, they're just playing spoiler where Michigan actually is playing for something. So there's a little bit of the d- dynamic there. I guess if I, my gut feeling, honestly, is, is leaning a little towards the Nittany Lions, just a little bit, um, only because of of uh, quarterback play. And I, I think Clifford's more hey, – he's got a higher ceiling. He can he can spread the ball around. Uh, you know, Dotson's good. The running, running game isn't, isn't anything great. Um, but I just think with, with Clifford being a little bit, you know, healthier than what he was, obviously, three weeks ago – I don't know. I like I like the mojo uh, Penn State might have, so it's definitely an upset watch here. I'm I'm right there with you on that one. I, I think Penn State at home, like you said, they're tra- they're playing spoiler the rest of the year. Uh, there's an outside chance, you know, they could end up in a New Year's Six bowl. It might, you know, beat Michigan, beat Michigan State, win out. And if Ohio State wins out, you know, you're sitting right there as the next best Big Ten team. Um, so I think I think that's kind of their position, kind of their thinking right now. Uh, Michigan did sustain a lot of injuries. I'm, I'm not as familiar with who's going to be playing and who's going to be out for them this weekend. Um, but well, if you find out, let me know because we <laughs> we don't say anything, so it's annoying. Yeah, and I, like you said, the the home atmosphere for Penn State is it's second to none. It's a great atmosphere. The whiteout. Um, I, I would lead Penn State in this one, but ultimately, I think Michigan gets it done in a close one. Oh, okay. All right, we go to 3.30. Bryce, your Buckeyes are fourth ranked in the playoff rankings. 20.5-point favorites, a total on the 62.5. The Boilermakers, maybe the Spoilermakers, number 19 team in the playoff rankings, come to town. Take it away. Uh, Can Purdue beat, what, would be three three top five teams in a row? That would be be super impressive. Number two, number two and number three already. So. Yep, yep, so just go down the line. Uh, yeah, they can. They can absolutely beat Ohio State. Uh, will they? they that's obviously will be determined, um, you know, Saturday. They've got everything lined up, ready to roll. I think that was Aiden O'Connell. He's been completing close to like, you know, every – I think he's throwing like – he's like probably around 75% in the past, I'd say, four or five games. Um David Bell is a serious problem. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like, okay. Um, so Denzel Burke, our, our, our freshman cornerback, I think he's, he was the one that was kind of talking with uh, Dotson there um, when they played Penn State and was kind of like, you know, 
he's good, but nothing I can't handle, basically. Um, so I imagine he's going to probably get get lined up against him all game. So that'll be a hell of a hell of a test. But I'm just going to ha- I'd, I'd have to give it to David Bell, who's somebody that I thought might go pro uh, last year, but he came back and is working himself into a first round, making some money. And then on on the uh, on the defensive side, you've got uh, that uh, was it George Karloftis or whatever mm-hmm. his name is. Nailed yeah, it. He's, yeah, yeah, he's. He's impressive. I mean, I've seen mocks of him him going like right behind that Hutchison from from Michigan. But they've got other guys on the defensive line. Uh, they got an interior guy that's a, that's a problem. Ohio State seems to be struggling a little bit on the run. Nebraska's defense did a great job of uh, limiting Travion uh, Henderson, um, like bringing his his average down um, throughout the whole game. And you know, Ohio State's going to have Garrett Wilson, I think, back on Saturday, which is going to be a little bit boost. Uh, um, but man, Jackson Smith and, and Jigba, he's, uh, you know, came real close to breaking Terry, Terry Glenn's single season uh, or single uh, game receiving record, which is what, two, 254 or 255, something like that. So, you know, Ohio State's got, I think coming back home, they'll be ready to play. I don't think it's like a, oh, we're going to overlook this team. No, they're going to be ready to go. I think everybody knows it. I think they squeak it out. I think it's just going to be another great game. Um, this is going to be one of those games where I think it's going to be lower scoring than what I think. I think it's going to be where you think with the both teams that can actually score. I just feel like it's going to be a little bit, you know stalemate at the beginning and maybe be like your classic Big Ten Ohio State uh, Purdue game and just be kind of like low scoring, um, dogfight turnovers are huge here. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm I would say Ohio State. What's the spread? What, Twenty what and a, Twenty and yeah, a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Purdue. I'm fucking hammer Purdue on that one trust me just <laughs> trust me like Ohio State is good but Purdue is Purdue's right up there and um you know better, better be ready to play because Purdue's coming in they're coming in hot again what do they have to lose nothing they've got plenty of speed plenty of talent and uh watch out for a trick play maybe another one of those little what was that a little flea flicker a little end around reverse pass they they ran against Michigan State where they're it, was like, it ended up being a screen what, yeah what was it, that like a reverse it was, screen it was, it was like incredible a, it was I thought it was a jet flea flicker yeah to, to a screen like, uh-huh it was I was like <laughs> crazy huh. to where like the, the offensive line were just kind of like standing there like looking around like oh, okay let's just let's do this convoy and they fucking took them right down the field um but again again there's a little me of little part of me that's like, you know, how good is Iowa? How good is Michigan State? You know, like Ohio State just come in and like wax their ass like that. You know, like there's a little bit of that there. But from from my mm-hmm. eyes, from watching the past couple games, I just have to I have to think that that Purdue's going to come in with with some energy, and Ohio State's going to be in a, a bit of a dog fight and you know pull it out in the end. Hopefully, Noah Ruggles doesn't have to kick another field goal with like a minute or two left to to seal the game. I guess, but. Uh, should be a hell of a game. Should be a lot of fun. This is a good three thirty uh, matchup here. Yeah. By the way, that's on ABC. All three of our teams are on ABC uh, this weekend, so we don't, don't even have, have to, to change. Channel. Don't even yeah. have to change the channel. <laughs> uh, Bobby, what's your thoughts on the on the Purdue OSU game? Yeah, Purdue's a really good football team. Bryce hit all the points there. Uh, O'Connell, the quarterback, you know Jack Plummer, they bring him in sometimes too, and he he kind of changes the pace there. Um, David Bell is outstanding. Um, I think he's much better at this point in his career than um, what Rondell Moore was in his last year. Um, George Karloftis is, he's an animal, but 
good ranked teams don't lose to Purdue. Um, there's only one team on their schedule that's ranked that they didn't beat, <laughs> and uh, that's your Notre Dame Fighting Irish. And they would stand to benefit well from Purdue winning this game. Um, but I, I don't. I don't think teams. It's not easy to go into Ohio Stadium and win. I think what we've seen two teams in the last what ten years do it in Virginia Tech and Oklahoma. So it's. It's it, it's tough. I think Ohio State has a much better offense than Purdue does defense. Um, Ohio State's defense not as great as it used to be. Um, so I, I think their offense is enough for them to win this game. Scores too much. Purdue will cover this game. I will say that. Um, but Ohio State's just too good rolling right now, knowing what they got to do to get back to where they want to be. Yeah, to me it's simple. Like I just. I don't think Purdue has any more bullets in the gun, guys. I mean, they've had a hell of a year. They're going to go bowling. Jeff Brown saved his job. They're fun to watch. Uh, you're going to remember, you know, 2021, we beat Iowa on the road, number two team in the country. We beat Michigan State at our house, number three in the country. Like, what? That's, I mean, outside of like the Drew Brees years and, and the Curtis Painter year or two. Like modern Purdue football, that's that's as good like, as you get, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't make a, a spread bet. I, I guess you know, gun the head, I would probably lay the twenty and a half, just because you know I think Nebraska they're not bad, and going on the road and playing in Lincoln, I don't care who you are, it's tough. Um, I never thought Ohio State was like in in too much danger in that one and controlled play, and I mean. Penn State's better than their record as well. But, I mean, Ohio State, there was some moments in that game. But, again, you know, they, they survived that. So, I, I think a couple of speed bumps there. Um, I'd feel much better about Purdue if uh, Michigan State had handled them last week and Purdue didn't have a number beside their, their name right. on TV and stuff. So, um, yeah. I'll, take, I'll take the Buckeyes. There we go. All right, final game for our team's. Bobby, your ninth rank, Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, five and a half point favorites. Goats on the road to Charlottesville to take on the Virginia Cavaliers. 64 and a half is the total. Uh, go ahead, man. Preview yeah. it. Break it down. I'm, I'm going to start off with the obvious in this one. Take the over in this game. It, it's it's going to hit, especially if Kyle Hamilton's still out. It's, it's going to hit. Uh, Virginia's got a great offense. Brennan Armstrong. Does have the rib injury, so not sure if they've cleared him to play or not, or if he's going to step in. I, um, I think he's game time decision still. So yeah, so that that might affect them a little bit, but I don't see it happening much. Um, they, they score a lot. Uh, they got a great receiver. I can't think of his name right now. He's got nine touchdowns, almost a thousand yards on the year. Um, so they they can score. Defense isn't that great. Um, they've given up a lot of points this year on the opposite side. Um, against the game against North Carolina, they gave up fifty nine. Uh, Virginia's a tough place to play, Charlottesville. Um, shout out Chris Long. Um, so I, I'm confident for the Irish. You know, it's it's a winnable schedule to win out here. Virginia, Georgia Tech, Stanford. You know, win those games, go 11 and one, let everything play out. That's worry about yourself. Don't worry about anybody else. Um, you know, we've endured some injuries. Lost uh, graduate student Avery Davis. Just an outstanding story guy who could have transferred multiple times. He's played four different positions in five years. Um, Sucks for him. Uh, Torn ACL last week in a non-contact play. Um, Does have the option for the sixth year. So hope that happens. Hope he does come back. Um, 
I, Irish offense is rolling right now. Uh, last few weeks, you know, 44 against North Carolina, 34 against Navy. Could have been a lot more if they didn't screw around. Um, so I, I, I think we'll go in here and, you know, get out early, with our, laying on our defense, have them make a few stops. And I, I think the Irish got here with a win. But the over is definitely going to hit. Um, and the only thing I can think about is when we play Virginia is injuries. Um, Malik Zaire's career got ruined here in Virginia. Deshaun Kaiser stepped up, um, created the career, got drafted by the Browns, and then you mm. know, we, we all saw that happen. So, <laughs> sure did. <laughs> strange things happened in Virginia, um, but it, it's a good game. And like you said, don't change the channel all day from ABC, and you'll see three great games. I, I'm locking up Notre Dame. If Armstrong doesn't play, that, that's my pick. Bryce, you got anything? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take Notre Dame in this one. I guess it's, it's something about Notre Dame this year. Like, normally it's almost must-see must TV for me of, you know, having Notre Dame on. And this year I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, it's I don't know what it is. It's just something – nothing's grabbing me. Like, Kyle Hamilton is, a, is obviously a freak. I've talked about him, how impressed I am with him. But I don't know what it is this year. Just maybe maybe the fact they have a loss and I'm they're sitting where they're sitting. Everybody's kind of discounting them a little bit. But – yeah, I, I just, still a solid football team. Brian Kelly is a great coach, uh, but yeah, I think they go in. It could be a messy game, but they 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 pull it out. They'll I'll take Notre Dame. All right, let's move on to the bangers. Number eight, Oklahoma, five and a half point favorites on the road at number thirteen, Baylor. Uh, the total on this is sixty three. Um, I lean I lean Sooners, but I hate it. I, I'll throw it to Bryce and Bobby. What's your guys' thoughts here? Oh boy, I'm taking I'm taking the Bears, I'm taking okay. the Bears in this one. I think uh, you know, having to go to Waco, no one's excited for that. <laughs> it's such a depressing strip of land in the middle of Austin and Dallas. It's like, why? You know, I don't, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Chip and Joanna or what Gaines, the Gaines family and your Magnolia uh, Market. It's making basic bitches go there. Um, so I get, I, I just love, <laughs> love that. Like, let's go to Waco. It's like, yeah, why? Like, there's nothing there besides that. And like, you spend five hours there, and it's like, all right, let's, uh, let's get the hell out of here uh, before we get, I don't want to say shot. It's not like a dangerous, dangerous area, but it's just not, nothing for me. Dr. Pepper, that's about it. Um, I, I just think we've been we've been talking about it. We've been waiting for uh, for Oklahoma to get to get beat, and you know this is this is it. Bears are they're they're tough. They they blew it last week against a rival TCU. That's usually how it goes. Uh, the, the old the old Baylor and TCU rivalry, um, and um, from what I've seen against you know with Baylor all year, they're they're decently fundamental team, and you know they score points. Got a somewhat solid, somewhat solid defense. I think. I think this is one of those games. I think. I think it could be a blowout. I think Baylor is going to smoke them. I'm right there with Bryce. Um, he he stole my tirade about Chip and Joanna, so I'm going to go with the next most famous uh, person from Waco. Uh, uh, David Koresh. David Koresh. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll save that pod for the offseason. Um, but I, I I think Baylor does. I play a good style of defense for the Big 12. Uh, I think they do enough on offense. You know, David Rinda's got a great program going down there. Um, you know, he had all that success as a defensive coordinator at LSU, um, parlayed it into this job, and he's making it work, um, you know, after it was left in shambles there. And 
Oklahoma, like we've, we've all talked about all year, they don't impress us. You know, Caleb Williams is good, but I don't think he's good enough to lead them into a playoff. I, I think I've said it the last couple of weeks. That I think Oklahoma ends the year with two, maybe three losses, depending if they get to the Big 12 championship game. Um, I think this is the first loss. You know, Baylor took him to the chin last week. Um, happy for my guy, Jerry Kill. Um, glad to see him get the win in that spot there. So give me, give me Baylor in this one at home. I, I think they, they roll this one and kind of work their way into that Big 12 title game. All right, moving on. Minnesota, the Golden Gophers, six and three. They are on the road to take on the twentieth-rated Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa is a five and a half point favorite in Kinnick. And our Big Ten total of the week that we get to laugh at thirty-seven and a half. Jesus. In this, <laughs> in this one, um, I don't know. Should Iowa be favored by five? Like I, I feel like I yeah. got Minnesota on the spread here. I think with what their boat getting tipped over last week against a old old Burt Bielema, um, I think that's probably what did it. I, there's a little bit of a resurgence in the Iowa Hawkeye uh, offense. This backup quarterback um, that came in and like, like oh that that seems like to work. It's working a little bit better. Um, so that's probably where it comes down to is you know being being at home. A probably more complete team, better special teams. Um, so I guess where I'm at. So I'll take I'll take Iowa on this on this one. Minnesota lost to Bowling Green and still might win the Big Ten West. Like <laughs> you don't deserve to win that. I, I don't think Big Ten. Nobody deserves to win the Big Ten West. Honestly, like four and two teams: Purdue, Wisconsin, Iowa, and Minnesota. They're all going to beat each other somehow and end up in a four-way tie. And somehow we're going to end up with Illinois in the Big Ten championship game somehow. They've all uh, looked like really, really, really good. <laughs> and look, they've all looked like really, really, really bad. Yeah. I, it's crazy. I, I don't think Iowa should be a five-point favorite in this one. Um, but Minnesota has been playing pretty good as of recent, not after all jokes aside. Um, so I, I like Minnesota going on the road and get this one done. Um, I, I think Iowa might – you know, have a brain fart and kind of mess up their offense after finding some success. Uh, I, I, like PJ Fleck, he got that nice new juicy contract. So I think he, you know, has some more wins here and parlays that into another 10 year contract. Good line. I mean, yeah, I uh, circle back around. I, I think Iowa wins, but five and a half, that's, that's too line too big for me. All right. Moving on seven thirty Eastern ESPN. The Texas A&M Aggies, 11th-ranked team in the country, two-and-a-half-point road favorites on the road at number 15. The mighty Mississippi uh, Ole Miss Rebels, 55-and-a-half, or 56-and-a-half, excuse me, is the total on this one. I'll throw it to Bryce here first. Where where are we at with our our Matt Corral praise? You've been high. I mean, Bobby, we all have. You've been high on him all year, though, but uh, what do you think in this one? Uh... You know, took a took a L there to uh, to Auburn. Still, still, just not not his greatest game, but still a little bit of a wild card. I don't know. Like I just feel like the cycle should be that Ole Miss pulls it out. Maybe being at home. That's kind of my 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 lean there. I don't know. It's just right. You know, I, I shit. I don't. It, well, it's the same as like a. Was you know, 
Iowa and Minnesota. You're kind of like, you know, <laughs> both teams are here and here, and then they leave your head scratching some, some weeks. So, I don't know. I guess I'll take the home team, home dog. Give me them. Wait, 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 wait. What did you say the spread was again? Two and a half. A&M's favored. Yeah, yeah. Home dog. Is there a more underappreciated 7-2 team than Texas A&M? I, I, people forget that they lost to Mississippi State and Arkansas back-to-back weeks um, and then beat Alabama and then have just been kind of on a roll since. And the, quietly, they're right there at number 11 in the clutch ball playoff. You know, they still have a chance in the SEC West somehow. Um, and all it takes is one Auburn win over Alabama to put them in the big the championship game. So I, I think they see what they got in front of them, but Ole Miss at home, tough to beat. And I, I think when you go into Ole Miss, it's it's not a fun place to play. Um, and I think this would be kind of a letdown for A&M here to kind of let this one go. So I, I like Ole Miss plus the two and a half. I it's not a strong lean. I I lean A and M. Just the simple fact, um, I think the running game can, can keep the ball out of Corral and that Ole Miss offense's hands. They got two backs. I mentioned it last week when we talked about that Auburn game. Spiller and A chain, a nice uh, tandem there. And I think I trust A and M's defense out of any uh, position uh, or side of the ball in this game. And I know Lane can can draw some stuff up, but I mean, we saw Auburn kind of hold Ole Miss down and and that win. Um, and they only scored 27 last week against Liberty. Uh, college football is a week-to-week sport, so I, I'm not saying Ole Miss offense is, is done. But uh, I like the matchup. So I, a, a slight lean for A&M to, to win and, and cover in this one. Uh, all right, final banger of the week. I don't know why I put the Iowa-Minnesota game in here. And then this one, I guess I put it in there because both teams are ranked. But alas, ACC Network, 7.30 Eastern time, Saturday night. Number 16 ranked NC State, the Wolfpack, on the road in the Winston-Salem, taking on the 12th ranked Demon Deacons of Wake Forest. Wake Forest, a two-point favorite, the total, 66.5. Bobby, I'll throw it to you. You're kind of an ACC expert just because Notre Dame played in the conference last year and has an alliance. I'll, I'll let you start here with this one. Yeah, um, I really haven't seen NC State play at all this year other than just watching highlights, you know, where they go in and play and just win. Um, Surprisingly, they're 16. They're a quiet 16. Uh, Wake Forest uh, called that last week with UNC going in there and beating them. Um, UNC's offense is is really good. Um, They just don't have a good defense, and they – Kind of got the stop they needed and made made them pay. And Wake Forest, some of their deficiencies with their scoring offense was seen um, and their ability to get a stop. Uh, Wake Forest, they still got to go into Clemson and play still too. So, you know, they might be unranked by the end of the year. And, you know, they got a tough one even after that with the Boston College getting Phil Jakovic back. Um, they, they got a few wins here recently. So, Wake Forest isn't guaranteed a spot in this ACC championship game. Clemson can still make it in there with a few wins and some luck. Um, so I, I, I like NC State in this spot. I think Wake Forest, this is the start of their slide, and I think NC State kind of weasels their way in here. I don't really want to talk about ACC football, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I guess maybe they're like the Pac-12 this year. I know I was dogging on the Pac-12 being this and being that, but – 
It's the ACC, and it's not does nothing for me right now. So um, this might be the game you turn on with the last like three or four minutes. That could just be a, a shootout or something. Who knows? But uh, yeah, give me the the Demon Deacons because I like saying that. I I like Devin Leary, the quarterback from NC State, and Bobby alluded to it. Wake Forest, they couldn't stop uh, anything. So, yeah, it'll probably be a, a high-scoring affair, but I think uh, NC State gets it done and and um, tries to to get to the ACC championship game um, <laughs> on that side, the Atlantic side of things. All right, look, real quick, running through the rest of the menu, Thursday night, NC – or NC, North Carolina at number 21, Pitt. Uh, Pitt's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Does that entice you guys? I like the over in that game. Okay. Moving on. Uh, noon, Mississippi State at number 17. Auburn, the Tigers, five and a half point favorites. I mean, as a, as a as a game, yeah. I mean, I think Auburn's set up to you know be there right with Bama uh, in the in the in the Iron Bowl, but could Mississippi State show up and? Kind of play spoiler here, so that could be a be a fun one. All right, you UCF at SMU at noon. That do anything for you? Not since SMU took a loss there recently to Houston. I, I think they're kind of packing it in. All right, the game I have starred here: number one Georgia, twenty and a half point favorites on the road at Tennessee. Could Tennessee pull the upset? Do they keep it close? What's your guys' thoughts? It, closer than you think. Um, they could score. They can, and they're coming off their what? Their their biggest win in school history, probably against Kentucky. I'd have to imagine, right? That's well, recent just, school yeah, history. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, like Tennessee, what an like, insult. Yeah, Tennessee's like a an all like a top ten all time like wins. School. Yeah, it's hilarious how shitty they are. Um, but no, I think you know, little Rocky Top, little. Little Nayland, you know, I, I think it'd be fun. So, but we'll see. A little, little uh, offense versus defense, strong points going here. Um, it could be, it could be a fun one. I'm just sick of Georgia kicking everyone's ass. Like, I just want to see them get, see them, you know, get tested. We saw it against Clemson and like that awful game there, week one. And everybody thought Clemson was a top five team. And you're like, oh, well, that's, that's happening. And yeah, they are. But uh, no, I, I think Tennessee's going to be ready to go. This should be a fun game. Great yeah. uniform game. Not much great on the field. I think Georgia kicks ass. So I think it's it's going to end up thirty-seven to seven. It's just what Georgia does. Yeah, it's three thirty CBS. Uh, another three thirty game. UAB at Marshall. Big one in the CUSA. You guys have an opinion on that? Or are we moving on? Uh, move, move, move on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about this fall from grace? Miami at Florida State. The Canes two and a half point favorites. Three thirty ESPN. Game of game of the nineties, pretty much every year. Yeah, you really hate oh, yeah. to see it. Nineties, <laughs> early two thousands. I mean, your your entire childhood was like based this around game. this game. It's crazy, um, and it's you know like we were talking about like when's the last time all like the big three in Florida have been this bad? It's 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 wild. Usually one of them's one of them's blowing out somebody or one's up, one's down. But for both of them just to be you know shitty like they are, it's, it's insane. Moving on, Iowa State ten and a half point favorites at Texas Tech. Does that do anything? 
Okay. <laughs> uh, four four o'clock on Fox. Uh, Maryland at number seven. Mrs. or uh, Michigan State. Spartans thirteen and a half point favorites. Maryland keeping that close. No, not I don't, chance. I don't. I don't think so either. Uh, number twenty five. Arkansas two and a half point favorite. Rivalry game for the Golden Boot at LSU. 7.30 Eastern time on Saturday night on SEC Network. Does Coach O get the boys up again, or was last oh. week their, their final bowl up? <laughs> Coach O is a fucking character. Like, watching him, like, when he ran out onto the field or whatever, it was just, like, staring everybody <laughs> down and like, halftime. And, like, every time he was walking off the field, just, like, staring at everybody and just like, hey, I was the guy that won that national championship there a couple years ago. Like, this is kind of – it's kind of like it has been in a way. It's like, oh, it's sad. Like, there's this, you know, he was a really good athlete in high school. And now, now look at him. He's got his arm around some girl that nobody, like, you know, at, at the local bar. And it's just sad. Um, that's Coach O right now. Uh, but no, this is, should be a fun game. I mean, this, I, I, I have a prediction. Some, I, I think something's crazy going to happen, like a fight of some sort. So that's just what Yeah. This, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's going to happen. I think it's got to happen. So, battle of the boot, baby. Great trophy. Yeah, all timer. Another game I circled here. Two more. Another game I circled here. Wazoo, the Cougs, Washington State, on the road against number three Oregon, eight and one record. They're a fourteen point favorite. Ten thirty on ESPN. Just saying, watch out for the Cougs. Oregon plays down to their competition. Not locking it up. I'm just saying, watch out for the Cougs. Might keep it a little enticing if our old asses can actually stay up to watch that thing. That's all I'm saying. It'd be a treat waking up in the morning. Um, but this would be a game where if I'm going to bed and Washington State somehow grabs a lead, I might stay up for it. Yep. And a final one in the Mountain West, 7-2 uh, and two, Nevada at number 22, 8-1 San Diego State, the Aztecs, three-point favorites. Uh, just a fun matchup. That's CBS Sports Network at 10-30. Just wanted to give that a shout-out. I don't know if you guys have anything on that. Hmm. Do you think Brady Hook will be available for Michigan next year? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if we want to run that back. I, I wouldn't recommend it, but, uh, dude, they got the best punter in the country, though. Have you seen that guy from well, the, San Diego State? With a couple 80-yarders? Yeah. This, his, I think his average is like 50, almost 57 a punt. That's That's fucking insane. He's a, um, a shoe in for the what is it the is it Ray guy is that the yeah the, yep. the, mm-hmm. yeah all right yeah so, shoe in uh, there all right NFL Week Ten uh, we'll start with our team's games Bobby uh, we'll start with your Steelers they got the uh, Man Campbell and the Lions come to town I am seeing as I pulled up and stall um, I am seeing eight and a half Steelers are favored. Is that right? That nine. Right. Nine. It's up to nine now. Anyway, uh, nine point favorite, the total 42 and a half. Um, does the winning streak continue? It almost didn't. My God. I mean, I, 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 was, I was pretty confident after that Browns game that I said, you know, in, in, in three weeks we'll be tied for first. Um, almost blew it. Uh, almost made me look stupid. Um they were up 14 to nothing, got the ball back, had a chance to get out of the score, go 21 nothing. I was like, you know what? I told my wife, I was like, 21 nothing, I'll go to bed. And 
they let me down. I was up till midnight on Monday night and did not appreciate it. <laughs> I sure was too. That was a fun game, actually. Oh, for you? Yeah, what exactly. About, exactly. What about the uh, ref with the hip check? Oh, I mean, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> I mean, th- we're trying to that. we're trying to clean the game up. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a fan, I'm a fan of it. Um, no, it, it was there was some absolute dog shit calls for the Bears in that game. I will say that um, the the blocking the in out of the box low low block that was that was garbage. The yeah. taunting was awful. Um, Robert Quinn lining up offsides three or four times, and some of his teammates were the same. I mean, just look at the ball and look at yourself. I mean, it's it's not hard. You're right over the ball. Um, so that I don't really excuse. Justin Fields played a great game. Um, Pittsburgh is their biggest enemy that entire night. If looking at this game, you know the Lions, I think, are objectively a lot worse than the Bears. We're going to find out in two weeks on Thanksgiving. But at nine, I, I would take the Lions in that one just because the Steelers will have a letdown again. They'll win the game, but they'll make it real tight, make it real butthole pucker in time. Um, hey, now. So I like I like the Steelers to win. You know, we're on a winning streak. We're doing everything that we need to to win. We're not blowing teams out, but it's the NFL. It's hard to score. It's hard to blow teams out. Um, so, yeah, give me the Steelers. Give me the Lions to cover. I agree with you, Bryce. Do you? I I don't know about covering. I think the Steelers could just kick their ass. I don't know. I mean, um, but there was a time where the Lions actually did show up and almost, you know, had a lot of fight and they gave it all they got. And, you know, just yeah, maybe they do cover nine points is a lot in the NFL. Um, boy, I just, I just, you know, guys, what are you, what are you doing? Are you, are you kicking? Kicking a sixty-five yarder in a stadium that's never had a, have they had a sixty-yarder there? Is that what I read? They've only had like a fifty-seven yarder. That's the highest, the longest kick, right? Yeah, I think Tucker had a fifty-seven. Yeah, so like maybe one of the clutchest kickers of our lifetime has has nailed a fifty-seven yarder there. But I'm 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 putting it on Justin Fields to at least throw the ball down the field and the way they were getting open. Now I know it's a it's a it's a play where everybody's covered, but like they mentioned, you got Jimmy Graham. Throw his ass out there, run a decoy. Uh, I don't know. I, I would take I would take the hail mary over a, a sixty five yarder, especially in that stadium. Now, if you're in a dome um, and you have Justin Tucker, yeah, kick kick the sixty five yarder, I suppose. But I just I just didn't agree with with how Nagy ended that. Um, that was a fun game. That was a really good game to watch. Like like Bobby said, if you if you weren't a fan of either team, it was like sit back and just enjoy it. Good for Justin Fields. But I'll, I'll take. I'm spending too much time on this. Lions are going to get beat. <laughs> Steelers are going to win. Hey, uh, Bryce, your Browns on hey. the road. Yes. One o'clock on CBS. Uh, taking on the Patriots. Uh, New England, two-point favorites at the moment. Uh, the total, I believe, is 45. Yep. Um, what's your thoughts going into this one? Uh, boy, we needed that one last week. That was uh, about of a, about as a complete game as you're going to get out of this Browns team. They looked They looked great. Um, it was, it was my birthday on Sunday. So to, uh, to sit there and watch Joe Burrow drive down the field and being like, God damn it. Like if this is happening, like, it's just going to be one of those days where I'm going to turn the TV off and go rake leaves or something on my birthday. I'm going to be sad. And then fucking the warden baby Denzel Ward, just 99 yard pick six. I'm like, yes. All right, let's fucking do it. And they did it. It was a, it was a, you know, Baker Mayfield game where he's like, you know, 
you guys can you know talk all you want. I'm going to show up. Um, didn't have to do a whole lot, just kind of manage the game. Nick Chubb, fantastic. Um, but moving forward, obviously the news about him having co- uh, COVID, him and Demetric Felton uh, both uh, having having COVID. So they got to, what, hit two two positive tests or something like that be- before the game. So um, we need to get Kareem healthy. But I don't know. I, th- I think this should be a, this should be a, a good game. The, the Steelers are shit. Jesus Get me out of here. The Patriots uh, defense, you know, they're they're solid. They've been playing a lot better. Um, the biggest thing is, you know, the Browns. I think to get uh, 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 JOK back, uh, so he'll be a great addition to our defense. And I don't know. I think we get to Mac Jones. I think we get him throwing the ball, you know, turning the ball over. And uh, you know, Baker finds you know Landry and like I said, Donovan Peoples Jones and hits our hits our tight ends like we've been doing. And hey, if Chubb can't go, got a guy named Dearness Johnson who's proven himself and. Um, but Belichick's a hell of a coach. He'll take away your best weapon. Um, I could see this being closer to a, a pick em game, especially if Chubb is, gets cleared, in all honesty. Uh, I think the Browns have more talent both sides of the ball, but playing in Foxborough against a, a really good coach and um, you know, a fundamental team like the Patriots, it's going to be tough. They're going to have to earn it this week. I don't think it's going to be like last week where you know they fall apart. So Patriots are playing for something, too. This is a this is a big game for, for wild card uh, reasons. So this – this is this is big. Uh, gun to head. Um, I think the Browns squeak it out. I really do. I think they just squeak it out. I'm with you. I I've but I think I pick the Browns every week. We've talked about that, but I, I'm just enamored by the pass rush and stuff. And I I think you've mentioned that. You know, maybe uh, they could confuse Mac Jones and get him to make some mistakes. And uh, Joe K getting back in the lineup as a uh, Better than not having him in the lineup. So I, I lean Browns here. What about you, Bob? I miss Jeremiah. I wish Shakur Moa at Notre Dame. Oh, he's fun, man. It's so sucks glad we have Brown. him. Um, Cam Hayward. Patriots That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Patriots are sneaky good. Like, I didn't see this coming, especially with a rookie quarterback and Mac Jones. Um, being at home, I'm going to give the Patriots a little bit of an edge here in this one. Uh, I think they can control things, maybe hope for a little bit of weather, uh, kind of slow the game down and kind of let Mac Jones just kind of manage it and, you know, bleed some clock. I think we'll see a heavy dose of the run game in this game. Um, and I, I, I like the Patriots' defense. I, I think the Patriots get it done in a close one. Um, just hope we don't see Mac Jones turn on Miles Garrett's ankle. Mm. What a what a piece of shit! What a dirty play! <laughs> oh, that was so bad. So I'll obvious. tell you what: if Mac Jones does that to Miles Garrett, fucking Mac better watch his fucking helmet because that shit's gonna come come swinging on him. There's so. a precedent. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, my my team stinks. They're dead to me. They play Monday night. The Rams come to town. Just yeah. We don't have to discuss it. I don't know why I wrote it down. So, hey, um, hey Vaughn, Vaughn Miller, right? Yeah, his, his, his debut. Yeah, that'll Ooh. be fun though. To I, you know what, Bobby? I will not be staying up until midnight Monday night. <laughs> so I can I can guarantee that. Um, man, this is this is not a great week. Uh, Falcons at Cowboys is is a banger. I wrote down for some goddamn reason because the Falcons are somehow. 500 uh did the falcons keep it close eight and a half uh, i believe is the spread on this one yeah cowboys got Nine. embarrassed yeah completely embarrassed um that's, that's where i would lean yeah, yeah i think they bounce i think they bounce back but um you know matt ryan's 
not doing too bad. Got a little resurgence going. So I'll still pick the Cowboys. All right, moving yeah. on. Oh, go ahead, Bob. My bad. No, I, I was just going to agree Cowboys on this one. Give me give me the eight. Okay, we have uh, two more. We got the Saints at the uh, the Titans. Impressive stuff by Tennessee last weekend. Uh, their three-point favorite is uh, Taysom Hill going for the Saints. There's Simeon, don't know. Um, but somehow the Saints are, are five and three. Um I guess gun to head, I, I would lay the Titans, but uh, that line's, I don't know. I thought it'd be a little bigger, honestly. So I th- maybe Vegas knows something. Uh, Bobby, what's your thoughts then, Bryce? Uh, Titans in this one. I don't think the Saints have Hill, Simeon, doesn't matter. I don't think either of them lead up to a win in this game. I miss Jameis, I'll say it. Fucking entertaining, <laughs> dude. His dancing in the locker room uh, was <laughs> oh my god was great. That killed me. I laughed for an hour about that. Yeah, that like great. it's something I should if I could attach that video to like an alarm clock and like wake up and like that's the first thing I see. Like I probably <laughs> have a really good day just because I'm like God. Like something about him. Um, he needs a documentary like when it's all said and done of like his just you know signing with Florida State going to where he is now is is. It's phenomenal. I don't know. Good, good for good for Jameis. He's having fun. I think he's like any other any other player might have been like shitty and got pissy with the role and the fact he he was where he was and and everything like that. And um, he could have easily like you know folded or quit. But he just seems like he's a he's a good teammate. Awkward, weird, but I think probably people like him. I guess. Uh. But yeah, I'll take I'll take what the Tennessee's having. They, they they're figuring it out. Uh, they're impressive, and they're going to be tough to play, especially if Henry somehow gets gets healthy down down the road. As a fantasy owner, Derrick Henry, I was really bummed by that. So hoping he he gets done what he needs to get done and and can somehow rebound here in like five or six weeks. Final one: Chiefs two and a half point favorites on the road Sunday night football. Uh, in Vegas, take on the Raiders. Uh, I don't know, dude. It's just I feel like there's just been way too many uh, off-field situations to, to kind of to dirty up the minds of the Raiders. Uh, and but I don't know how you you have any faith faith in the Chiefs this year if you're just gonna go off the last few years. Um, so I, I guess I lean Chiefs. How about you guys? Uh, I'm going Raiders here. I think uh, Chiefs are okay. Uh, going to the black hole, the fake black hole, um, but the, yeah, there there is a a dark cloud over over the Raiders, but their car seems to be you know staying positive and everything. But man, uh, you're probably alluding a little bit to obviously what Henry Ruggs did, but then the whole Damon Arnett saga, which is bizarre, where he's threatening to murder somebody on like Instagram lives and like showing guns and stuff. It's like, dude, what are you? Why? Chill. Like why? Chill out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and what's sad is like I've heard so many good stories where like yeah the guy came into Ohio State was like crazy. I uh, heard uh, heard Bobby Carpenter on like Talk Morning Radio here in Columbus just talking about how like they tried to do everything they could to like get Damon Arnett to quit, but he kept coming in like at five a.m. workouts when like he got in trouble and like wouldn't quit. Um, like they were literally trying to get him to quit the team. And he just didn't. He stuck with it and ended up being a first round pick. But to see him he, do that shit, like he's George Costanza. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. 
Um, I, yeah, so I don't know. But something, something about the Chiefs is just a little off to me. Um, I think the Raiders will, will, will beat them at home. Yeah, a lot of dysfunction in the Raiders organization. Um, I like the Chiefs to get back on track in this one, kind of reclaim their spot in the AFC West. I think we're going to see that starting here. Uh, Chiefs, I like the Chiefs big in this one, actually. All right. Um, college basketball started. I, I just got my final four. I mean, it's impossible without a bracket, but I guess I, I picked up the four teams I think most likely to win the national championship. Uh, Gonzaga's at plus 600. Michigan's at plus 950, like those two. Uh, Villanova's at plus 1,200. And uh, Duke at plus 1,400. And maybe I, I, I wrote down Texas. Uh, Chris Beard's there. They're plus 1,450. I don't know if you guys have any uh, national title Final Four type predictions. But uh, I don't know. It's going to be fun. Fans back in these arenas. Uh, Bobcats looked real good last night. So uh, pretty excited. Uh, it's early, you know. You don't get excited about hoops until like Thanksgiving and and during like the Christmas break and stuff like that. But uh, just wanted to acknowledge it, that we are aware that it started. We have not talked a second of NBA, which I guess that's fine with me. But uh, hey, Cavs, Cavs are are doing okay. That's about they, it. Yeah, they are. Yep. Any that's any our, uh, that's that's our NBA talk. <laughs> 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 any any thoughts, guys? I, I I agree with you. I think I thought the, I watched uh, most of that Bobcast game last night. That that looked good. Um, hopeful for them in the MAC this year. Um, don't really follow much college basketball outside of that until about February. Uh, but I'll give a Final Four: uh, Gonzaga, Alabama, Michigan, and Purdue. That's that's what I got in the Final Four this year. Um, I, I think Alabama has got a lot of good stuff going down there. Um, them in Arkansas might challenge Kentucky for the SEC, so it'll be fun. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, uh, Bobby and I are in the same wavelength there. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Um, Michigan, Purdue, Gonzaga, Kansas. That's my. That's my. That's my Can- four. Kansas looked good last night too. They did. Michigan State does this every year though, where they come out and like look like dog shit, and then they end up being okay. So, or, yeah, or pretty fe- good. February, late January, February is usually Michigan State turns it on. You're like, where the hell did they come from? Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I got gambling locks, four college games. Uh, I, I I lied to myself. I said I wasn't betting the Bearcats of Cincinnati anymore. I lied. I'll lay the 23.5 against South Florida. Give me Texas A&M minus 2.5. I'll take Bobby's Irish minus 5.5, pending that uh, the quarterback from Virginia, the starter, isn't playing. If he is playing, I imagine that line dips down, so I, I would scratch that one off. And uh, Coastal, the, sh- the the Beach Chickens, the Chanticleers have been very, very lucrative to me this year. They're 20-and-a-half-point favorites. So, uh, Georgia Southern, I, I I don't even remember who they're playing. But I like the number. So, uh, give me the Chants. I don't know if you guys have any plays. Um, if not. Uh, I, got a, I got a couple you know? here. Uh, Rutgers, Indiana, under 42. I like that one <laughs> a lot. Uh, team I've been on all year, um, UConn. My uh, plus 41 against Clemson. Clemson, yeah. G- give me the Huskies in that one. They are going to cover. Clemson can't score more than 30, so there's got to be a chance. Um, and then, like I said earlier, Notre Dame, Virginia over. Uh, I like Georgia, minus 20 over Tennessee. 
And then late night play, uh, San Jose State, four and a half over Utah State at 10.30 p.m. Yeah, is the I think their quarterback's back. Starkle? Yep. So, yeah, I like that one, too. I might add that to my card. Bryce, you got anything? I would be putting a lot of money on Purdue. What, you say plus, plus 20 right now? 20 and a half. You can well, get yeah. it. Yeah. 20, put, 20 and a half. I would put, uh, honestly, if I was a betting man, I'd probably put a a hundred bucks on that two hundred dollars like seriously i would i would i would put that much down um but yeah had a little layover in michigan literally like a, a 20 minute layover where i was like running to the plane so i did this on the plane as we were taking off i just said fuck it i'm doing a i'm doing a you know money line parlay i picked seven teams and it just went down the line i was like well this this team's gonna be this team this team's gonna be that team so yeah 50 bucks won me what? 127. Easy money. In and you're out. Gas for the week, guys. And none of them, you sent, you, the group text you sent or the screenshot of your plays, like none of them are a sweat either. Those are the best. Mm-hmm. best yeah, yeah not, not really. I guess that one of the bigger sweats was probably the Ohio State game. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, it was Ohio State, Nebraska, Ole Miss Liberty, Pittsburgh, Duke, Kansas State, Kansas, Cincinnati, Tulsa, Iowa, Ooh. Northwestern. Yeah. That was a sweater, and uh, especially that fumble or, or whatever they did there at the at the goal line. Yeah, that was their awful. own goal line, right? <laughs> and then uh, Louisiana uh, Lafayette over uh, Georgia State. I I felt pretty comfortable just being just doing that, putting fifty down, and I got I got a little bit of money in the bank. So I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to get there, but I'm looking for excuses. And just guys, a little bit of a talk right now. Don't know if it's going to happen, but trying to figure out a way to get to Ann Arbor uh, here in a couple weeks. Just that's going to lay that there. My wife played this like, Hey, I wanted to go to an Ohio State game this year. And I'm like, well, you're like seven months pregnant. And you know, I didn't know you wanted to. And like, I, we had tickets to, you know, Penn state if we wanted. And she was like, well, I don't want to go to a night game. I'm like, well, you can't tell me like the second week of November that you wanted to go to an Ohio state game. Like we, we could have, like there's plenty of opportunity. People were pretty much giving away tickets. there, like, you know, mid-September we could have went to see Tulsa if we wanted to for like you know probably 30 bucks um so I don't know I said well fuck it call your mom see if she wants to spend the night on on Friday night and we'll wake up at seven head up to Ann Arbor be home by be home by supper time so I don't know if it's going to happen but um it may it just may but I could gamble there that's the biggest thing that's kind of why I'm like yeah let's (laughs) let's do it let's go (laughs) you're driving I, I, gonna do a little betting. I think the bill passed, correct? Uh, yeah, in Ohio? Yeah. So yeah, it, maybe I March Madness. A, I, yeah, I read an article where they're they're 90% of the way there and it, it obviously has to, to pass the house and then they're also looking for uh basically a deal. Like, you know, if it's a FanDuel or, you know, I I would assume it would probably be FanDuel Sportsbook because I think Hollywood. It seems like most Hollywood casinos, correct me if I'm wrong, are are FanDuel adjacent. So um, that, that's probably the deal they're looking to make too. But uh, yeah, March Madness that would be uh, that would be fun. It'd be dangerous, but very uh, dangerous. Yeah, it's it's bad. I'm gonna ooh. have to like literally. <laughs> Get a maybe second give, job. Yeah, maybe just like give myself a, like a little bit of an allotment and be like, all right, I'm only doing this, and then I'm deleting the app. Yeah, I, well, I have a buddy. Um, I will not dime out his name, 
Uh, he uh, a few years older than we are, but uh, his wife's rather cool. But she she puts an allowance on him, and he cannot exceed that allowance. And uh, you know, I, I you know whether it's fifty or hundred dollars a week uh, to to use on Bavada, and I'm sure when the it comes legal, uh, that will be the same arrangement. But uh, what a girl there! Mm-hmm. I mean, so. Um, I was thinking, you know, just projecting, we're talking a little bit about bowl games. Are you guys down for like a, a bowl, like confidence thing? Just like maybe our group, you know, not just a straight pick them, but like do the confidence thing. You guys down for that? Maybe no money just for fun. Absolutely. We can do that. Yeah. That, we, that might be interesting. Uh, uh, yeah. We don't have to do the fucking, uh, the whatever pizza hut bowl or whatever, but we we can pick out. You know, 10, 11, the big ones like New Year's Eve Eve to the end of the year or something yeah. like that. So, yeah, yeah so, I'm down so for should, that. We should do something like that. So, just a thought. That could have been in a group text, but I thought, no, I like okay, that. we're here. Let's just talk about it. I think we, we started thinking about that. All right, gentlemen. Well, that is uh, that is the show. Um, I'm spent. Um, I, I will throw it to Bobby first. Any famous last words? Go Irish. Very efficient. Uh, Bryce. Oh, man. Just I hope I just hope Ohio State does not let Purdue bring that big fucking drum into our stadium, because if that thing comes into our stadium, I just don't know what we'll do. Like I got that, I got I got some blueprints for you. Yeah. Like, like put it outside, you know, put it on lane. You know, just don't let it into the stadium, because that would be the worst thing. Now, go Bucks. Uh, go Browns, uh, you know, and, and from two weeks ago, I didn't get to say it. I sent it in text, but, man, fuck Pittsburgh. God damn it. How did they there get beat by them? Fuck them, man. You, you, were, you were quoted last week, but Okay, see. okay, all right. <laughs> no, I, sk- I skimmed through a little bit. I skimmed through of our, our the podcast last week. I was on the road, but I was just like, man, uh, that's a game. Very winnable game. Pitt- Pittsburgh made plays. I'll shut up. I, I, we're done. Go Browns. All right. Um, I don't have any famous last words because I am very much not looking forward to uh, to my weekend personally of sports. But uh, I'll thank you guys for coming on. I'll thank the listeners for listening. Uh, if you would, go rate, review, subscribe, follow the show on Twitter and Facebook at Podcock PCAST. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. And uh, we'll keep the, keep the train rolling here, fellas. Uh, Good catching up, and uh, we'll see y'all next time.